Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Ahead of the biggest game in Scottish football, the Old Firm, on Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern on Paramount Plus, we had the pleasure here at Kegolasso and CBS Sports to chat to two very experienced, very well-respected, extremely well-known players in the league and beyond. First up, Rangers, Stephen Davis, as well as Celtics, Callum McGregor. Stephen Davis is up first. Check it out. Today, I have the great honor of speaking with a living legend of the global game, Rangers midfield general Stephen Davis. At 35 years young, Stephen was a pillar in the center of the park last season as the club romped to the SPL title for the first time since 2011, earning himself the Scottish Football Writers Player of the Year award along the way. And with 126 appearances for Northern Ireland, he holds the record as the most capped UK player of all time. Amazing. And if that wasn't enough, he also began his professional journey at my beloved Aston Villa. I promise we won't go into that. It's all about Rangers today. I had to mention that one. You can watch Stephen and Rangers defend their SPL crown, including the upcoming Old Firm Derby against arch rival Celtic on Sunday, August 29, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Stephen Davis, I'm sorry about the long intro. I had to do it. Such a great, great pleasure to have you. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Stephen, let's get uh, going specifically about last season and going into this one. Historic win last season, obviously, since 2011. How are Rangers feeling about defending the title? Do you think it's a tougher job to defend it? Or, you know, uh, the other time when you were trying to just snap Celtic's record? Yeah, it's, it's always difficult to win league titles. Um, you have to be so consistent throughout the season. Um, we know how much it meant to everybody involved with the club and the fans last year. But um, this club's built on success and we have to go again. And uh, whenever you are champions and everybody wants to try and take you off that perch and um, that's going to be the case this, again this season. So we just need to keep trying to improve and getting better and, and hopefully that'll bring more success. You know, a certain number of fans are going to be back at stadiums. I know that your title flag day is going to expect it to be full capacity. So Ibrox should be rocking. Uh, obviously, you've experienced what it's like to be without fans, with fans. How does it feel? I mean, it's a stupid question, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. How does it feel to have fans back, you know, just supporting the team? Yeah, listen, football's about fans, the emotion, everything that comes with it. And us as players, we certainly missed out on that last year. Um, we performed really well on the pitch, but... With the success we had last year in terms of winning the title, that was the one thing that was missing. So we're excited for them getting back in, um, full capacity again and the energy that they, they bring to the team. And uh, hopefully together we can go on and have more success this year. So as this interview comes out, ahead of it, of course, the old firm. I mean, an unbelievable match. Uh, you know, I've been to some historic games. This is the one that I still need to take the box, uh, Stephen Davis. For American audiences, who are just getting into Scottish football. It's going to be on Paramount Plus. Super excited about the history, the culture of, of Scotland and the game. How would you describe the old firm to them? Uh, it, what, what's it like to play in one? 
Yeah, it's, it's intense. I think certainly for your viewers and listeners, I'd advise if you ever get the opportunity to take a game in because it's, it's really special uh, to be involved in the whole lead up to the week around the city. You can feel that buzz coming into it from both sides and and then the pressure that comes with the game. But the great games for us as players to play and you want to play in these situations and the atmosphere is just electric. So, um, yeah, fantastic games. Listen, uh, Stephen, you're learning, obviously, under a manager who also played your position in Stephen Gerrard, uh, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, you know, you are an experienced midfielder, clearly, but do you think that you've learned anything new under Gerrard? Has it helped uh, that you work under somebody that played your position? Yeah, he's an icon, especially for a midfielder like myself growing up, was a player that I looked up to. Um, fantastic ability um, in every area of the game in terms of midfielder goal scoring defensively his passing range so um, now he's been manager and as I say it's great to be working under somebody who I've looked up to previously in my career and I think the biggest thing for me is his drive and the demands he puts on himself to be better every day and on the team and that's obviously how he was, was as a player as well and that's how he got to the very top of the game and stayed there consistently. Stephen, you're a professional, you're a diplomatic. I know that you're being very nice and stuff, but in your playing days, Stephen, when you played against him in the Villa days, the Fulham days, the Southampton's day, did, did, did you ever any have any on-field beef? Uh, you know, was it strange first taking instructions uh, if you remember playing against him? Was it, was it ever rough when you played against him? Yeah, listen, he was combative midfielder, so um, it, it was very competitive. Um, obviously, he was playing in a, a strong Liverpool team, I think, remember back to... So my first season breaking into the, the first team at Villa, um, he scored a penalty late on in one of the games. It was the 85th minute and it was 0-0 up to that, that point. And I think he scored a, a couple in um, the return game at Anfield that season as well. So listen, it was top quality. But for me as a young player coming through and look, looking up to him, it was a great pleasure to, to play against him and, and see how far I still had to go to try and get to a level any, anywhere close to him. But... Um, yeah, fantastic player career and obviously now you're doing very well in management as well. And it's a pleasure to work under. Well, I mean, not to take anything away from you, my friend. I mean, ahead of that intro, just the experience that you've had, the amount of appearances, both for a club and nation, absolutely commendable. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, any ambitions for you to go into management maybe later in your career? Yeah, it's certainly something that I've considered. Um, at this stage of my career, I'm just trying to enjoy playing as much as possible at the minute and, and then we'll see what, what um, happens afterwards. But yeah, listen, we all love football. Um, it's been my life for uh, the last 20 years so and I've dedicated to myself that, that every day. So yeah, hopefully I'll get some opportunities moving forward. I still have to do my coaching badges and that's something I'll look to do whenever I finish uh, on the playing side. Would you say, Stephen, that Rangers fans are probably the most intense you've ever experienced? Or uh, do you think, uh, you know, if you're comparing it to all the teams that you've played, what, what's it like to be, uh, you know, playing in front of uh, these very passionate Rangers supporters? Yeah, I think certainly for the, from the clubs that I've played for in my career, Rangers is certainly more intense up here. Listen, it's, it's um, more than just football for people here. Um, it means the world to them. And uh, they just look forward to a Saturday and, and getting games and going going to the games and the result can be the be all and end all for their week so um, obviously growing up as a Rangers fan myself I, I know the pressures that comes with playing for the club and it's something you have to thrive on if you're going to be successful here.
Yeah, well, Stephen Davis, a true professional, a true experienced man, uh, one of the most uh, you know impressive players uh, I have ever really seen for Villa and now for Rangers. Really, honestly, I wish you the best of luck, Rangers. Celtic, Old Firm, August 29, and make sure that you catch the SBO as well on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports. Stephen Davis, the best of luck to you this season, my friend. Thanks for having me. That was Stephen Davis from Rangers. And now for the other side, for Celtic side, here's Callum McGregor. Check it out. Today is my great honor to welcome in Celtic and Scotland midfielder Callum McGregor, a six-time Scottish Premiership champion. Callum is Celtic through and through. Glasgow born and bred. He has made over 330 appearances for his beloved hoops. 334, by the way, lifting 14 titles along the way and represented and scored for his country at this summer's Euro 2020. The Tartan Army's first appearance at a major international competition in 23 years. Callum, my friend, how are you, buddy? I'm very well, Louise. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure to have you, man. Uh, before taping, I was just saying how impressed I was with Scotland. Uh, you were my, uh, you know, dark horse to maybe do a, a, a deep run, but maybe in the future you you'll keep on rising. Yeah, hopefully. You know, it was a great experience for everyone to to get there, as you said, after so long um, to be at a major tournament. So it was it was great experience and, and exposure for the team. So, you know, like you said, hopefully in in years to come we we can go a little bit further. Hey, listen, I've got a bunch of questions for you, but straight away, very early on, I just need to ask you, how much of a clown is John McGinn in that dressing room? <laughs> yeah, he's he's the joker. I think you can see that in his his personality when he when he does interviews and you probably see more more of the clips than me, but he's uh yeah, he's a he's a fun character and you know a, a top player as well. Absolutely. And so are you, my friend. So let's get straight into it. Uh, Celtic's incredible run of nine straight league titles came to an end last season. Is this revenge on the cards for your boys uh, this time around? I think, you know, as any season as a footballer, you want to you want to be successful. You want to win trophies. You know, obviously the league isn't included in that as well. So, you know, for us, a little bit of change of direction in terms of the club and you know, a, a little bit of a, a rethink and rebuild. So for us as a, a kind of new group getting together, then, you know, we want to start in a, in a positive way. So, you know, not so much revenge, but, you know, every every footballer wants to be successful and and we're at the kind of start of our journey as a as a new sort of group of players and a new manager with, with a bit of different direction, then, you know, we want to be successful in our, our first attempt. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned the new manager. I apologize if I butcher your name. Angie Postecoglou was a relative unknown when he was announced as Celtic's new head coach, but the Australian seems to have hit the ground running so far. What has it been like to work under him? Has he surprised you at all? He's been absolutely excellent. You know, he's um, he came with a good reputation in, in terms of um, coaching in Asia and coaching in the World Cup for, for Australia. So, you know, like you say, maybe in Europe, a little bit unknown, but He's he's certainly got the nous and the the tactical um, sort of ability to to set his teams up. So, you know, everything's really exciting the way that we're playing. You know, fast football, um, high pace, high energy, and we've managed to score quite a lot of goals so far. So, you know, everything's going well, and and obviously we we continue to develop uh, each and every game. So for American audiences that may not know, uh, I mean, I'm Peruvian, but I grew up and was born in England. So I know a lot about, obviously, the Scottish game. Um, you know, it's such a proud thing to play for, let alone Celtic or Rangers or any major club, but just to play, 
you know, a team that you know well locally, etc. Scott Brown left the club this summer, leaving you with the captain's armband. As a Glasgow lad, what does it mean for you to be captain in the club? Yeah, it's a huge honour. Um, like you said there, to, to grow up so close to the stadium. Uh, I've been at the club since I was seven, eight years old. So, you know, a long time and you feel the history, you feel the tradition of the club and, you know, the the club has, has obviously been a massive part of my life and, you know, I love the club so much as well. So, you know, to have the honour to, you know, to wear the armband and, and lead the team out as best I can every single game, then, you know, it's a huge honour for myself. Hey, listen, do me a favour. As I mentioned, American audiences obviously are going to be excited to see uh, the Scottish Premiership and, and seeing amazing games like the Old Firm. Explain the Old Firm to an American audience. What is the mood like in the city, in the lead-up to a game like this? Yeah, it's obviously a, a, a massive fixture. You know, these these games are, are highly exciting. You know, normally very, very fast-paced, some, some big tackles going in. So, you know, you can expect high drama, um, there's there's always high drama when these games come around and, you know, everyone in the city starts talking about the game, you know, probably 10 days before it. It's, it's all that's on people's lips and, and all they can talk about. So, you know, it's just important for, for especially the players to, to stay calm, you know, and and play the game the way we want to play it and, and try not get, you know, caught up too much in the hype. Slowly but surely, Callum, we're getting back to uh, some kind of normalcy, right? Uh, going through coronavirus, not just as a football player, but as a human being. Uh, how important is it to you that things return to normal, especially seeing fans back inside the stadium? You know, the, the larger the numbers, the better, I guess. That crowd, that environment and everything around it really supports just the energy of the game itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, the fans, when they're in the stadium, they make football. And, you know, as, as a footballer, it's, it's been so difficult, you know, the last sort of 12, 18 months to, to play football in, in empty stadiums. It's just not the same. Um, but, you know, we've had a little taste of having the fans back in at the start of this season. You know, they've, they've massively helped the team, um, you know, in terms of that high energy, the way we want to play. Uh, to get after teams. So, you know, the fans are so, so vital in, in football and, and especially when, you know, things are going well, the stadium's rocking and, you know, you just feel yourself go to a, a sort of different level. Going to a packed Ibrox must be intimidating, of course. Does that have any kind of effect on the team's preparations? No, you know, we've, um, the majority of the boys have, have been there before. They understand the fixture. They understand what it means. Um, from the new boys obviously coming in, we'll be speaking to them the next few days, um, you know, telling them what to expect. So, you know, it's, it, when you go away from home in, in any sort of stadium, any environment, then it can be it can be a difficult place. But, you know, I think for us, we're strong mentally. We want to go into the game and, and implement what we're trying to do in the game. So, you know, for that to happen, we, we have to stay calm and, you know, control the environment as best we can. Uh, Callum, the final question for you. I, I kind of want to go back to the summer. It was kind of, to be honest with you, I look back at, you know, we were obviously chronicling and reporting the European Championship to be, in my mind, in my opinion, one of the best tournaments uh, I have ever seen in the modern game, which is kind of amazing going during the coronavirus, you know, especially in the group that you were in, playing against England, et cetera. Like, did you feel that? Did you feel that kind of energy? Yeah, it was. It was amazing, um, you know, especially for Scotland being there for the first time in, in so long. There was so much excitement um, around, the, uh, around the country, Around the players, around the association, and and like you said, we had a we had a brilliant group, a really difficult group as well, against some top teams. So we managed to play against some real high quality opponents, and 
like I said, it was an amazing experience. Well, Callum McGregor, you got the old firm, you got Europa League. Hopefully, there's a lot to look forward to. I wish you the absolute best. Scottish Premiership, Paramount Plus, the old firm, this Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern. Callum, the best of luck, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Stephen Davis and Callum McGregor, as well as Rangers and Celtic, for joining today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod. We're also on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star rating and review. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso, as well as CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app, and wherever you listen to your pods. Make sure you tune in to The Old Firm, Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern on Paramount+. Plus. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.